to our podcast, The Safety Net, where we discuss creating a more equitable New York through a faith-based lens. The Salvation Army operates in 132 countries around the world and serves 30 million Americans annually as the leading provider of social services in the United States. We're here in the greater New York area to talk to some people about how the organization works, what motivates the people involved, and how they serve New Yorkers every day. Today we're with Andrew Boynton, who is the Music and Creative Arts Director for the Salvation Army in the Greater New York area. The Salvation Army of Greater New York gives around 66,000 free music lessons every year, which is pretty astounding. Well, we're very proud of our programming in music and arts. We've uh, had this going on in the Salvation Army for a long time. Even since the beginning of the Salvation Army, music played a really important role in uh, getting out the message of the Salvation Army and uh, serving people's needs through that. So here in the Greater New York Division, many of our locations have music and arts programming for uh, people of all ages from as early as five or six years old through adulthood. A lot of those take the place of after-school programs where kids can come and learn and grow and do something productive that keeps them uh, from being home alone and might keep them from a dangerous situation that they might find themselves in. We're in a lot of areas where there's special need for that type of thing, especially in New York City where it may take a little bit longer for parents to get home from work. So to have a, a safe place to go in our core community centers where they can learn uh, a life skill that will improve their uh, life and something that they can and learn and grow with. What kind of skills can a kid learn from a music or arts program that even if they don't become a professional musician or a dancer, that they can bring with them later on in their life? Well, I guess I'll start by saying we, we use a broad range of mediums. So we're doing brass music, we're doing piano music, we're doing guitar music, percussion, acting, dancing, sometimes the visual arts as well. Each of those provides a stimulus for growth in other areas. It's been proven that music and arts training has improved uh, the situation for many students in an educational setting. It has helped with concentration. When you're in a team setting, in a group setting, you're in a band or a chorus, you're working as a group, you're learning to work together with people from uh, different life situations. When we come together for our uh, rehearsals, both at our core community centers and together as a larger uh, division, people are learning from people who don't look like them or act like them and getting experiences uh, that they'll use later in their life when they go out into the workforce and regardless of what they choose to do in their life. Most people know the Salvation Army for thrift stores and the people ringing the bells during the holidays. Where does music come in? with the Salvation Army. Why is that part of the organization? The founder of the Salvation Army wanted to make sure to bring the message of the Salvation Army and hope to people wherever they are, to meet people where they are in their need, people that might have been rejected by the church at the time, people who had issues with drinking and drug abuse. So we started using brass instruments, which was a popular medium in London at the time, not only as a way to move to the people, but a way we could take that and the joy of music that it can create and the hope that it brings to the people and to get people's attention to bring the word. Over the past 150 years, we've evolved to include many more mediums, including dance, acting, piano, contemporary music with guitars, bass guitars, 
we're trying to evolve uh, in a time where things continuously change, but still hold on strong to our, the heritage that we have in the past 150 years or so. How have you seen these programs impact the community, impact young people, impact their families? In this day and age, we're seeing a lot of school music programs start to shut down as budgetary cuts have to happen. Music and arts is not always prioritized where it should be. So the Salvation Army, in providing this opportunity for very low cost, if any cost, to young people, is providing uh, an outlet for creativity, an outlet for uh, growth in that area, and uh, the discipline that people receive through this training uh, carries through to other parts of their lives. So parents see that in the young people that they're bringing. They see the joy that comes through music and arts, the joy of learning how to dance and how to express themselves through music and through arts and through movement. And they see the change that happens in their young people. We've seen young people who do better in school because of this. We see young people that develop a greater sense of confidence, a greater ability to stand in front of an audience or public speak. All of these skills that can be important to people as adults that you don't always get taught through other mediums. So beyond just doing something fun, beyond just having fun playing music or having fun dancing or acting, all of these skills come together to help the entire person. It builds people up to what they want to be. I like it because it embraced me to move forward in life and become a good musician and be in bands and become better. And it was an opportunity because i never been in a band like this, like trumpets, trombones and other things. This is really a good opportunity for me. Well, today we're talking about the music and creative arts programs for the Salvation Army. And we have Lily Finnegan who is the assistant director of those programs for the Salvation Army in the greater New York area. Lily, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in your position for the Salvation Army? So I help with overseeing a lot of the music and creative arts programs throughout our division. Um, I've been here for 13 years, so I've actually created some of those programs. And um, it's just great to be able to see those flourish and get better. So after a while, I saw the real need for real piano teaching and creating little piano players who are excited about this. And so I created a program called the Keyed In Program, combined my classical training with what's needed in our, in our centres and our community centres and within the community here and just really trying to strive to have a real new energy for piano playing. And we have lots of little people who are learning and it's really exciting. I'm Jenny and I'm going to show you a piano exercise. up going to piano lessons as a little girl um, in Portadown in Northern Ireland and my piano teacher was called Mrs Jones and I really actually attribute all of my skills to her because I would go in, it's unheard of now, you pay a lot of money for professional piano lessons but I would go in on a Wednesday afternoon and stay with her for about four hours and pay like two pounds which is like three dollars. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so she, I really, really said that that's where I got a lot of my stuff. She, you know, infused a real love of classical piano playing into me. And, um, and that's kind of what I try to do with this program as well, where I'm teaching... We always say it's more than the music and it's more than the piano that they play because we're teaching life lessons and we're teaching about Christ and we're leading the way forward so that these these kids associate words with some of the songs that they're playing that'll change their lives, I would hope. <laughs> but I also have classical music intertwined with that so that they are learning real skills on how to play the piano. They're not just learning how to play the C, F and G chord and can play any tune with that. They're learning how to be piano players first. And what kind of things about teaching music is fulfilling for you? What do you get out of it? And also, for those that you're teaching, what do you hope that they get out of it? I get excited seeing kids be excited about playing, (laughs) especially the piano. Piano is what I trained in. It's my love. And um, whenever a kid has started a piece of music that they think they'll never play and they work at it and they split it apart and work at the right hand, work at the left hand, put things hands together and then make music, uh, it makes makes me just happy and feel like I've achieved achieved something with them. with teaching. I, I do always say all the time, like, I am a teacher. I love, I just my personality kind of craves interaction with other people. I love being able to pass on something that I'm so, I'm so in love with, I guess, to other people. And not just passing it on because mommy's pushing you to play the piano or, you know, or you, you feel like you want to take up a hobby for six months, but really infusing someone with this love of music so that they they enjoy it and so it changes their life it gives them something new to do who is your favorite composer to play johann sebastian bach is my favorite i have tiny hands um and i never was growing up i don't mean i never i could tackle it but the big you know piano works of beethoven or rachmaninoff with small hands it was always a real challenge for me and um I realized really quickly that I could do this technical stuff really well and really quickly with small hands playing Bach's preludes and fugues. I just loved it. Thanks, Lily, for being with us today and for everything you're doing with those kids. Now we're joined by Nicole Alvarez, who is a dance instructor with the Salvation Army of Greater New York. Thank you for joining us today. Why don't you go into a little bit about what you do with the Salvation Army? I go around the New York City areas teaching kids um, in different areas to come into this dance program that we offer. So basically in this after school program that we provide for them, uh, we teach all sorts of styles, hip hop, contemporary, ballet. And this program really is to get the kids out of the street. For me, it's really important for them to come into a space where they're free from anything that's going around in their community. We're not located in the most glamorous locations of New York City. We're hard areas where I've heard crazy stories um, from my own students that they've been through some stuff around there. So for me, this program really is to give these kids an opportunity to learn something outside of what they're used to. And dance is definitely something that brings uh, passion, a lot of inspiration. They work towards something that they've never thought of doing before. This gives them discipline and they learn what time management is. They learn about working hard. They learn about what it means to be passionate. You teach at the Salvation Army in Jackson Heights, Queens. Uh, we, We heard a story about a girl named Luna. Can you tell me about Luna a little bit? She's a great 
girl. She has so much energy. When I met her, she was full of life, dancing ballerina, just jumping here, jumping there. And then December 2019, we got, I got a text from her mother saying that she was in critical conditions, like literally death or life. Um, she said that she was doing really, really bad that everything in her body was pretty much collapsing. And it was a shock to me because she did our Christmas show. And then two weeks later, she was fighting for her life. It made me very sad because Luna is somebody that smiles, is contagious, her laughter, she's silly. And just to know that she was fighting for her life two weeks after she did an amazing job in the Christmas show, I couldn't believe it. Um, But, you know, her mom stayed strong. We were all praying for her. I was invested in her. I was texting her mom every single day. I wanted all the updates. And then a couple months after, Luna got out of the hospital and was in a wheelchair. And that broke my heart because she really, really, really loved to dance. And there's so much potential in Luna. And then when her mother told me that she was not able to move her legs, I was like in instant tears because that was, I think the worst news that any little girl that loves to dance received, that they can't dance, that they have to be in a wheelchair. Like, I can't imagine myself, something happened where I had to be in a wheelchair. It would be a very depressing time for me. But thankfully, by the grace of God, she came into my class. Now she's still taking class. Um, she was not fully capable in like stretching her leg or pointing her toes. But little by little, her movement got better. And now She's not fully, fully, fully there, but she's on her way. She's on her way to becoming even more than what she started. Her pursuit, right? Her chasing after her passion, her working hard, even after facing such a traumatic experience for her at such a young age. Wow, that's such a powerful story. And we have some audio from Luna's mom to talk about that experience. At the beginning of the year, Luna was in an induced coma. She was on a ventilator, she had kidney failure, liver failure, her lungs collapsed, and her heart was beating at 160 per minute. Every organ in her body was failing her. We went through a lot, Luna's a fighter, we were praying. We knew back then that Luna was gonna make it. I was by her side and just watching her being so brave. It was hard for her even when she got out of the hospital because she is a very happy kid, very active. She loves to dance, doing her cartwheels. The fact that she couldn't even move her legs was very traumatizing for her. God is so amazing that by her birthday in June, she was doing a cartwheel, dancing. She was able to do that. Just felt like a relief that she's gonna be able to socialize, even though if it's through Zoom, but just to see faces of new kids and be able to talk to other people, I was relieved. It was truly a blessing for us. I cannot be more thankful for that opportunity for her, especially during that time. Well, thank you, Andrew, Lily, and Nicole, and your team for what you're doing in our community. You're making such a big impact, especially with our, our young people. And if you want to learn more about the Salvation Army's music and arts programs, you can head to SalvationArmyNY.org. There's information there, and you can inquire about signing up your kid. <laughs>